This is Gray Man Media Content. One of the most infamous serial killers in history. Or was it even a man at all? Several hundred murders committed in England in the late 1800s without explanation or any suspects. Today on Wolf Takes a Bite, we're going to be talking about Jack the Ripper. One type is about three feet tall, very dark. With a search for truth, little grey men, little grey men from outer space who actually abduct humans. Welcome back to another episode of Wolf Takes a Bite. I am your host, John Wolf. Not a serial killer today. I'm with Devin Gray. Uh, also not a serial killer. Oh, good to know. Um, we're today we're going to be talking about serial killers, though. Yay. Yeah. You know what my favorite kind of cereal is? What is it? Because I have pretty strong opinions about this. Fruit Loops. That is one of your worst takes I've ever <laughs> heard my entire life. You know why? Because they're killer. Shut <laughs> So bad. So bad. Oh, fuck. I fucked up. Got him, no. Got him. I guess I'll hear that in post. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh Uh-huh, sure. Probably a sad trombone or some shit. That's worse. (laughs) So what are the first problems you encounter... When uh, talking about serial killers or anybody, really, when you attempt to write the history of Jack the Ripper's crimes is establishing just how many of the Whitechapel murders were, in fact, carried out by the killer known as Jack the Ripper. Like I said in the intro, we're not even sure this man is real. Well, I mean, we, we know the murders are real, but we do we know it's the same man. Yeah, I, uh, I agree completely uh, for everything that I know about Jack the Ripper, which isn't a lot. Fair. Um, He's accredited with a lot more murders than I think he probably actually did. I'm sure. There's got to have been a lot of copycats going on around that time. I think Scotland Yard probably just really wanted to pin this all on one man. Probably so. It would have been easier that way. Yeah. Um, Plus, you know, most of them were prostitutes and harlots, uh, which also kind of stands to reason that it could have been a higher official of some kind just trying to cover up his dirty deeds. Oh, no. Conspiracy, yeah, you know, that's what we do here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of serial killers, I just finished the Jeffrey Dahmer series. How was it? Uh, really wish it would have came out before we did Jeffrey Dahmer's episode because I would have been so much better informed. It was good, it was so good. I was pissed, so pissed. Oh, yeah, the ending was like, fuck. I knew it, I knew it, I knew how it ended. I mean, I know the story, but I'm just saying, I was like. You were rooting for him. What? Yeah. Watching it. Like, no, he was a sick fuck. Don't get me wrong. He was, Gacy was even worse. And they even alluded to Gacy in the show, by the way, because they, they were around the same time period. So that was kind of interesting that they did that. And I feel like Netflix is going to be coming out with a John Wayne Gacy version of this. Because why wouldn't they, right? Um, yeah, because they steal all my ideas. Uh, anyway... Yeah, 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 yeah. It was our idea to cover these people. <laughs> oh, totally. No, no one's ever done that before. No. Yeah. Anyway. Although I'll say the actor that did Dahmer was 
either that role is gonna fuck him up mm-hmm. for the rest of his life, or he's just that fucking good. Yeah, just a real big Jeffrey Dahmer fan, huh? A little bit. This is one of the my major things that I cannot stand about the the, the mainstream media sensationalizing all these like there's no way that something horrible doesn't happen like somebody some sick fuck definitely is gonna watch Dahmer and get ideas probably it's my least favorite thing I mean it's not like it hasn't been a thing before I mean at the exactly end, my point at the end of his murders I mean they made comic books and merchandise the more the there is a goddamn holiday card the more that the media sensationalizes these types of killers the more and more likely we are to see more repeats yeah, probably so. So anyway, let's sensationalize Jack the Ripper. Yeah, so we can have something to talk about, right? Yeah, exactly. Nice wrap around. Yeah, you like that? I did. So although the exact number of victims, if that's what you want to call them. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you saying? I had to hit a trigger on Devin. Uh, although the exact number of victims most frequently uh, banded around is five. It should be remembered that this is based upon a later statement made in 1894. And this is not, by any means, a definitive number of actual murders of Whitechapel. Mm. Uh, Indeed, the Whitechapel murders file, which is the generic file that encompasses the actual Jack the Ripper crimes, has the names of 11 victims on it. Some of which on whom are victims of Jack the Ripper, some of whom may not have been, though. Uh, several of whom most certainly weren't. Say whom again. Whom. Oh, nice. Whom. <laughs> Tell me about the canonical five victims. Cool whip. This is what we do today. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. No, Well, that was perfect. <laughs> Could not have seen that going any better. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I mean, <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know, man. You got to pick a different trackpad now. Okay. Because we already heard all the sound effects. But don't do it yet. Uh, I'll save it. Okay. For when I think it's it's okay. a good time. So uh, the five aforementioned names most often put forward and often referred to as the canonical five victims. <laughs> Love it. Has <laughs> as having been murdered by the Ripper are Mary Nichols, Annie Chapman, Elizabeth Stride, Carolyn Emendos, and That's Mary Catherine. Kelly. Catherine Endos. I uh, thank you for not uh, going off on on which days they were murdered on. I saw those notes and I was like, wow, that's gonna drag on. Yeah. That was a good. That was a good editorial choice by you. But now we're talking about it, so yeah, it yeah, kind of yeah, defeats yeah, the yeah, purpose. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking god. <laughs> Let's start with Emma Smith. Tell me about Emma Smith, starring Emma Smith, who was the first, the first victim. <laughs> I hate that I can see your screen. It's, it is my <laughs> least favorite thing. I like it because it's like you're here with me. <clears throat> As opposed to any other time we do a Wolf Takes a Bite episode. Sometimes. Yeah. 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 Sometimes. So, wait. Would you like to read from there? <laughs> no, that's okay. You make me do that on occasion. I never understand why. Just give you something to do. <laughs> <laughs> this I is got- an entertaining show, Devin. It just keeps. I just basically. This is my time. 
Wow, that's really long. I was going to say, this is my time to play God. It's still going. God <laughs> damn. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. I got to quit fucking room. Really do. Yeah. I knew this was going to happen. This that's is what fun. happens when we do a double. Boom. Easy. I mean, you can change the trackpad, right? <laughs> Why did it, it's all the way down. It's all the way down. How? Is this what we're doing today? No, keep going. <laughs> I'm ready. All right. How, uh, however, the file also contains the names no, of no, two no, victims no, 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 who no, were no, murdered stop, 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 before Mary Nichols, whose body was found on August 31st. If you're going to do a voice, at least do a British one. It was in Britain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you gearing up. I, I was like, oh, he's, he's really going to do this. However, the file also contains the names of two victims who were murdered before Mary Nichols. Has anybody seen uh, whose body Wolf was Salt found? Tales? Anyone? Who was found? <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> who was found? Body was found on August thirty first, eighteen eighty eight. The first of these three victims, first of these victims was Emma Smith, who was attacked in early hours of the third of April. She later died of her injuries in the London hospital. And as a result, hers became the first name to appear in the Whitechapel murder file. Emma Smith was almost certainly not a victim of Jack the Ripper. Indeed, before she died, she was able to tell the doctor who treated her at the London hospital that she had been attacked by a local gang. So would you say Christopher Walken was a big inspiration? I feel like maybe Jack the Ripper was a gang of folks... Yeah. Then there's Martha Tabram. Uh, you're, you're gonna keep going. I yeah. see. <laughs> Jack the Ripper's first victim? Question mark. How many first victims can you have, Devin? Um, this is the worst British accent I've done in my entire life. Ha 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 ha! There can only be one first to answer your question. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I've got to watch more Harry Potter. So a few moments. <laughs> A few months later, uh, on, on the 7th of August, 1888, the blood body, bloody body of Martha Tabram was found in George Yard. Uh, a sword thoroughfare that led... Did you mute me? No, I muted myself. Oh. I was vaping. Relax. It got quiet. I was just... It was a sword thoroughfare that led, and for that matter, still leads off Whitechapel High Street. She had been the subject of a horrendous and very violent attack in the course of which she had suffered 39 yeah, stab wounds. Yeah, you keep pressing it. It's, it's mm, going to die. I have to touch it. Yeah. 39 stab wounds to her throat, chest, and abdomen. Needless to say, she didn't make it. Uh, well, yeah, and I uh, walked up to him, and, uh, well, I stabbed him 39 times in the chest. <laughs> Jack, that kills people. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'd call you the Ripper. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's a picture here uh, that was drawn for the paper. Now let me see it. So it wow, shows they got so, they got like an actual artist to do this shit. They were like, oh, "Yo, yeah. we need people to see this murder." So it's almost like a storyboard, right? Yeah. So you got the cop here talking to the ladies. Well, I guess that's Jack the Ripper. Dude, she has got and a then fucking they attack dump her. truck ass. Look at that. Uh, that was the bustier? Nah, dude. That's that was a bustier. That, that was part of the dress. It was a wire fitting. Dude, anyway, that thing is nice. Um, 
The victim's corset was even depicted here. There's a pool of blood around her as uh, the de- two detectives are looking at the body. Uh, and then they drew pictures of everything else in the area. I don't know. This is very weird that this was in the London Times. Um, as you may or may not have known, uh, Mary Tobram have been have been a victim of criminal who later became known as Jack the Ripper. <laughs> you are. That was terrible. You're all over the place. I man. just swear it's, it's really hard for me to do this sometimes. The case against her having been a victim is that her throat had been cut and she had not been disemboweled though. Wait a second. Injuries that almost all canonical five victims would later endure. So if this is just the first victim, serial killer speaking, um, psychologically, the first kill is not always the most gruesome. What's this thing you're doing? What? I'll tell you what was really hard. The hardest part about this whole thing, keeping up the American accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still is. We haven't even released that fucking show for the most part. Fucking don't I know. Anyway, evidence that suggests that she was a victim and her killer had targeted her throat and abdomen. I was trying some out. Anyway, just as Jack the Ripper would do in the five conical victims, it is... Therefore, safe to say that the jury is almost certainly still on whether or not Martha was a Ripper victim. And this question would be posed on quite a few victims during the Whitechapel murders, which honestly is just insanity. There were so many people getting murdered, almost one a night. And in some instances, uh, two. And like together, two people together just... But I thought there was only five. Five for sure that meet the MO of Jack the Ripper. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is intriguing to say the least. That you can, but if he is a serial killer, most serial killers will, you know, follow that same MO. But with Jack the Ripper, it's possible that he did commit all these murders theoretically and just didn't complete the same MO. There could have been factors that stopped him from wanting to carry out these same tasks. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it wasn't methodical. It was just passionate. But if he had the time to, t- to disembowel the body, then he would. So what's with the discrepancy in the killings? Like why, why, if that's the case, why can't they pin him down for more than five? Well, for one, we don't know who he is. Right. That was just a name given to uh, the killer of these people. Right. The media. Yeah. Sensationalizing him. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, when you're selling papers for two cents a paper, I mean, you, you gotta really you gotta step that. it up, yeah, step bro, it up. Because if there's not tragedy going on, you ain't selling paper, and if you ain't selling paper, you ain't making paper. You ain't making no paper. <laughs> <laughs> so we move. Let's move into the more certain territory with the Murray of Mary Nichols, one of the actually confirmed mo victims mm. of Jack the Ripper. Again, this was a savage and brutal attack. This time, however, the killer demonstrated the modus operandi of cutting her throat and disemboweling her. Oh. That's good. That's great. <laughs> that's that's what you want. Yeah. So, blessed as we are that with the gift of hindsight. Um, what? <laughs> 
Blessed as we are with the gift of hindsight, we can now look back on the murder of Mary Nichols and pinpoint this crime as the start of Jack Ripper's so-called reign of terror. Amen. The police at the time lacked the luxury of such certainty, however. They certainly connected Mary Nichols' murders with that of Martha Tabram, and many of the officers who worked on the case believed that Martha was indeed the first Jack's victim of making it six victims, not five. Uh, in addition, they were also, in the early days at least, influenced by Emma Smith's claim that she had been attacked by a local gang into believing that the crimes were, in fact, gang-related. So I might have just been a gang member. Gangs? Or a gang member, yeah. So, you know, either you get jumped in or you take a life. That's yeah. That's how gangs work. Yeah. And that's all we have on Jack the River. You've, you're fucking with me. I see more. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. There's a picture. Who is this? Uh, this is supposedly Jack. As a result, it was decided that the investigation needed to be headed by an officer who had good working knowledge of the East End criminal underworld. Is that not Inspector Frederick George Adderline? <clears throat> I think that is. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, no, it's Jack. <laughs> it's Jack for sure. Uh, it's George. No. Who's to say George Whoa. wasn't Jack? Whoa. Who's to say? I think his name's Frederick. Who's to say this isn't the killer? Whoa. If you're going to commit a series of murders. Bro, I was going to say, yeah. If you're if you're the inspector. Get away with it. Heading the investigation. Ta-da! Wow, we did it. All you right, well, paid. thanks for listening yep. to this episode of Wolf Takes a Bite. We, we, we solved another mystery. Uh, so we solved another mystery. We're, we're like we're, Scooby-Doo. World famous for, <laughs> for just shutting down cases that have been open since the 1890s. <laughs> we will be now. Yeah. <laughs> we're like Scooby-Doo, but we don't really do that much. <laughs> It'll so like Scooby-Don't. And I would have got away with it, too. If it wasn't it, for you meddling podcasters. <laughs> Yeah. Rat row, Devin. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's too far. Today, I'm choosing violence. Fair enough. And that's what Jack said mm-hmm. every single day. But this is why I think that, Devin. You think what? Frederick did it? Yeah. Okay, tell me. A man, prior to his promotion out of the area the previous year. Mm-hmm. Had spent the best part of 14 years as a detective in a district where the crimes were on, uh, excuse me, where the crimes were occurring, was brought in to take overall charge of the on-ground investigation. So he was doing basically back-of-the-house bullshit and suddenly gets moved to the front lines Uh, of this investigation. Well, he was a detective. I don't think that's bullshit. Aberline would become one of the most important of the investigating officers. Mm-hmm. And on the whole, he was able to avoid the general press criticism and ridicule that other more senior officers were subject to. Indeed, it seems like Aberline was universally respected, not just by his fellow police officers and superiors, but also by the press and public at large. Some motherfuckers liked him. Frederick was all right. Me and Fred A lot of Child. people like Jeffrey Dahmer, too. <laughs> he brought all kinds of men back to his place. They just didn't leave. Even after the people knew he killed people, he still got letters and money sent to him in prison. 
I got nothing. Yeah. I got nothing. On See? That. It's oh, always I... the guy you don't expect. Yeah, all those people who like uh well never mind, it's it's not important. It's like when you have a friend and you're like, yeah, I could see you killing somebody and I'd be like, thanks. Now you know I'm not going to because you expect it. <laughs> but it's the guy you don't expect. that goes to church every Sunday. It's Eventually goes to church one day with a bomb on his it's chest. It's the cop who's <sighs> leading the investigation into his own murders. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. What a... Well, I mean, Dexter did it. He wasn't a cop. No, but he definitely investigated his own murders. Yeah. That was real. Yeah. That was a real thing that happened. <laughs> There's parallels, Devin. That's all I'm saying. There's parallels. That's all I'm saying. I'll show you a parallel. All right. So here is a, a, a little scenario that they call the leather apron scare. It was around this time that police inquires and police inquiries amongst the prostitutes in the area yielded a possible suspect in form of a man who the local streetwalkers had nicknamed Leather Apron mm. on account of the fact that he habitually wore such a garment which if you're going to kill somebody what better protection do you have from their scratching and maulings of their last death throes than a leather apron I could probably think of a few things like a butcher would wear Yeah, that's why it was also called a butcher of uh Plainsfield, Mayfield. Yeah. That place. I think it was White, White Chapel. Yeah. Butcher of White Chapel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, there's a butcher of Plainfield, too, but yeah. That's something different. That's totally different. I'm, I'm just getting all these serial killers mixed up. I had nightmares last night. It was really weird. Yeah? Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer was in my dreams. I dream of Jeffrey. <laughs> she she pops like out of a bottle. <laughs> Kills the motherfucker, goes back in. It's crazy how we keep coming back to I Dream of Genie. It's I don't know if that's like you got a genie fetish. It's okay, we all do. <laughs> who, yeah, I was gonna who say doesn't? who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> According to the prostitutes, this leather apron was running an extortion racket amongst them and threatening to rip them open if they didn't give the, him their money. Unfortunately, when the press alert of this suspect, several newspapers began emphasizing the man's supposed Hebrew appearance and effect, which led to anti-Semitism surfacing in the area. Dude. Another mislead. Jews are always getting like the worst cut of the deal. I was really concerned about what you were about to say. <laughs> you were concerned? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. And Chapman, before and after. Oasis? This is another victim. They show her before and after. Both ugly. That's a woman? Yes. Yo, she's busted. Before and after. Like, I would not fuck. This isn't about fucking. This is about eating their heart. Oh, uh, yeah. This is the 1800s. You can't be too picky. All it was right. against this background that on the 8th of September, 1888, the body of another prostitute was discovered in the backyard of on 29th and Hanbury Street, less than a mile away from Buck's Row, where the previous murder of Mary Nichols had just taken place a week prior. Well. The Hanbury Street victim was identified as Ann Chapman, Annie Chapman, and this time, the violence had escalated with the killer having removed and gone off with her whole womb. Not the whole womb. The womb. <laughs> the whole womb. 
took the whole thing. I mean, maybe thought he could use in it again. In the same place, too. Like, he didn't even... Like, he must have just been living in this motherfucker. It was a street. One street difference. Like, that's crazy. A street in a week. I'm starting to think this this motherfucker might have been in a gang. Mm-hmm. The Hanbury Street victim was identified. Well, you already read that. Yep. The fact <laughs> that a freshly washed leather apron was found close to her body. Oh, sketch. Set up. Set up. Sketchy. Yeah. Not looking good. Set up, right? Yeah. Probably. Definitely conspiracy theory. That's why I think it's a cop. Coupled with a press... <clears throat> sorry. Coupled with the press sensationalism concerning the identity what? and race of the police's what? main suspect. What? They're sensationalizing the entire thing? No. No, the press would never. Well, the police's main suspect caused anti-Semitism to boil over to a full-scale racial unrest. Uh, desperate to restore order, the authorities flooded the area with police officers and action, which had the effect of both stilling the allegation and, since no murders took place for a few weeks, appeared to have made it difficult for the killer to strike again. Let me tell you something. Kind of seems like an easy way to fix the problem, doesn't it? Well, let me tell you something. But then they pulled out. These motherfuckers, sensationalizing shit, anti-Semiticism, Jews always get the worst cut of the deal. This motherfucking cop is investigating his own goddamn murders. He's actually in a gang running a racketeering thing. And cops are a gang. And he's just literally murdering motherfuckers out in the street of Whitechapel. Is that what it was? Whitechapel. This is some bullshit and then a fucking leather apron right after the prostitutes all talk about how this guy with a leather apron is running around causing a muck and one just happens to show up at the second fucking scene of the murder i don't think so case rested you're welcome shortly after the murder of Andy chapman sergeant william thickey <laughs> No way. No way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sergeant William Thickey, he had a Thickey William, arrested local man John Pizer, maintaining that he was known as the area's leather apron. Oh, Pizer, however, was able to provide cast iron alibis as to his whereabouts at the time of the most recent murders. He was therefore ruled out as a suspect and he even appeared at the inquest to end any Chapman's death where he was officially and publicly cleared of any involvement of the crimes. If I had an entire gang of people to vouch where I was, I'd have an ironclad alibi too. I mean, facts. The Mile End Vigilance Committee. Mm. On the 10th of September, 1888, a group of local businessmen and tradesmen formed the Mile End Vigilance Committee, elected local builder Mr. George Lusk as their president. In films about Jack the Ripper's murders, these committees, there were several in addition to this one, by the way, are often depicted as vigilantes. But in reality, their, sta their stated aim was to supplement the police numbers in the area and raise sufficient funds to offer a reward for information that might lead to the killer's arrest. As a result... So is a neighborhood watch. Yeah, basically. <laughs> As a result of this vigilance committee activities, Mr. George Lust became something of a local celebrity and his name began appearing in newspapers on a regular basis. But they didn't do anything. There's a lot of moving parts in this. 
There's like chess pieces. And we're looking for the rook. So there's a couple other facets here I find interesting. Tell me about Can you put the clock up? I want to see. Tell me about the medical man. Uh-huh. Was Jack the Ripper a doctor? Dr. George Bagster Phillips. Putting bitches in bags. This shit's sketch as fuck, I'm just saying. So this is the divisional police's surgeon, uh, Dr. George Baxter Phillips. Another cop? Uh-huh. Expressed his opinion that Annie Chapman had been murdered in order that her killer could obtain her womb. Phillips also opinionated that the skill and speed that he displayed in removing the organ suggested that the murderer possessed some anatomical knowledge. Oh, yeah, he removed Which, the, especially in the 1800s, yeah, that is he removed doctor like the, knowledge. Or it could have been like a like a hunter, right? Although it's in London. Like, where the fuck, where the, where the, what is it, what's he hunting? There's plenty of people. Hunt, there's plenty of hunters in the UK. But uh, that's despite the point. The point is to get a vagina and womb all intact out of a body. It was definitely had to do for sexual deviation. So wait, was so was it the cop or was it the or was it the corner or was it the other? We shall never until this sentence. <clears throat> no, probably not. During this uh, summing up of the inquest of Annie Chapman's death, uh, caused by a sensation reveal- revealing that a subcontractor of pathological museum at one of London's medical schools had approached him with information about certain American doctors. Who had offered him over 20 euros for each womb that he could provide him with. That's pound. Pounds. Which is like... A lot in 1880. Yeah, a lot in 1880. A lot down. Kind of. Not really. No. Uh, But the thing is, yeah, so that's interesting. So there's a medical school and there's some out-of-town American doctors who are offering 20 pounds... Did you know Benjamin Franklin... Per womb. Did you know Benjamin Franklin did something similar? Murders? They basically they they grave robbed they grave robbed. Oh bodies. yeah, that's where you guys teeth. No, they were doing science experiments in London, mm. and uh, basically he owned the building of this guy. And this guy was like, "Hey, can I uh, can I do some sketchy?" They found like they found hundreds of bodies in this guy's in this guy's basement, and it was uh, the building was like rented out by Benjamin Franklin. Like you don't know what's going on. Interesting. Just saying. So Baxter wondered if the knowledge of this demand for wombs by an American doctor had incited somebody to der- derange somebody to uh, carry out the most recent murder in order to obtain the womb, which could presumably then be sold for profit. Uh, needless, it's all s- profit. Yeah. Needless to say, Baxter's revelations and ponderings caused an absolute sensation, and it must be said that an added and bizarre twist to what was rapidly becoming. A pantomime of Whitechapel murders. The medical profession itself, it should be said, were quick to disprove Baxter's allegations, however, and it is interesting to note that such a theory was not mentioned at any of the inquest to the deaths of the subsequent victims. I don't buy it. I think it was still the cop. <clears throat> working with the doctor. Oh, working with the doctor. And gang-related, all at the same motherfucking time. I'm feeling pretty confident about this. Mm Mm-hmm. There's too many theories, is the problem. There's way too many possibilities. And we're never going to get an answer. 
Well, all the double murder. Night of the double murder. Tell me about Elizabeth. The 30th. Catherine. Of September. Whitechapel murder re- murderer returned and killed two women in less than one hour. Wow. First victim was Elizabeth Stride, whose body was found by Louis Dimhutch, Dimschutz. Yeah, yeah, that's how you do it. Dimschutz and turned, <clears throat> and he turned his pony. What? Sorry. Typo. As he turned his pony cart into a dark yard off Burner Street at 1 a.m. Horse-drawn carriage. Yeah, pony cart. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Uh, the fact that her throat had been cut out and the rest of her body had not been mutilated led the police to summarize that the killer had, in fact, been interrupted by Demischutz and as he entered the yard. The second victim that morning was Catherine Eddowes whose horrifically mutilated corpse was found in Mirtair Square in the city of London at 1.45 a.m. That's 45 minutes apart. Is it? Yeah, the first body was found at 1 1 a.m. And supposedly if he was there and was interrupted by dude. Yeah, two murders in an hour. So then, yeah, less than that. Yeah. That's insane. Move fast. Bro. In addition to the injuries suffered by Mary Nichols and Ann Chapman, the killer had also mutilated Catherine Edo's face and also removed and gone off with her uterus and left kidney. Whoa. Jack the Ripper's only clue, the only clue we have about Jack the Ripper is this. As police pursued Jack the Ripper through the streets of East London, they discovered a clue. In a doorway in nearby Golston Street, a police constable, Alfred Long, patrolling his beat, came across... A piece of Catherine Eddowes bloodstained apron in the doorway of an apartment block. That's all we got? That's all we have. Scrawled in chalk, except for this, scrawled (laughs) in chalk on the wall above the apron was a message which read, the jewels are the men that will not be blamed for nothing. I don't think that says jewels. J.W. Yes. Where's the L? Jew- oh, Jewiz. So he's illiterate. The Jews aren't the men that will not be blamed for nothing. <sighs> Interesting typo. This message was the source of the great debate between the Metropolitan Police who wanted to erase it. At least it led to a racial unrest in the city. The city of London police, who wanted to photograph it as they felt it might have been an important lead in their hunt for the killer of Catherine Eddowes. Maybe, you think? (laughs) The descent between the two forces was ended at 5.30 a.m. when Sir Charles Warren, the Metropolitan Police Commissioner, arrived at the scene and ordered its immediate erase. Charles Warren... Uh huh. You sus as fuck, boy. Are you okay? Shit's getting me wound up. This is fucked. You're you're somewhere on a hood eleven, mixed with a Cadillac five right now. I don't know what's going on over here. I don't know what any of that means. All I know is Charles Warren, who was the Metropolitan Police Commissioner, who arrived at the scene and and asked for. All of the evidence to be erased to cover up his other cop buddy who was investigating the whole kit caboodle mm-hmm, mm-hmm, who placed mm-hmm, the mm-hmm, leather mm-hmm, apron. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, bro. Nope. See what I'm saying? That That's why I'm thinking it's got to be a cop. I figured it out. 
a cop working with an American doctor for organs. That's what I'm saying. There's all, there's all these moving pieces. It's just too much. There's so much going on. At this point, the killer was named, given the name Jack the Ripper, in the wake of what the press dubbed the double event. Now, the police decided to make public a letter, which a few days previous had been sent to a London news agency, written in red ink. It's purported to have been written by the killer. And it boasted that the police won't fix me yet, which means I guess won't be getting them or getting caught. Having gloated over what he had done to his supposed victims and stating that, or stating what he would do to his next victim, the author signed the letter Jack the Ripper. Once the police made the letter public, the name Jack the Ripper caught on immediately and helped turn a series of sordid East End murders into an international phenomenon. Indeed, it is safe to say that part of the reason why this particular set of crimes is still so famous is because of the name. For sure. <clears throat> now, of course, there was a slew of host, like hoax letters, I mean. Um, a lot of people brought in pretending to be the Ripper, but, you know, really couldn't get a lot of the details correct, mm. which is, to say the least, obvious. Mm-hmm. You know, you saw that with uh, BT- BTK, uh the Zodiac Killer, we saw that a lot with him uh, before and after arrest. Um, it's, it's pretty common, honestly. Big facts. Uh, <clears throat> Mr. Lusk's Letter from Hell. Oh, yeah? Well, yes, one of the most famous of these prank ma- uh, missives was sent to Mr. George Lusk, uh, which we know is the president of the Vigilante Club, basically. Famously, this letter was addressed from hell, and it contained half a kidney, which, according to the letter's writer, he took from one victim. That's fucked up. Despite lurid press speculation that the kidney sent to Mr. Lusk was indeed half of one from taken from the body of Catherine Eddowes, the consensus amongst police and doctors was that it was, in fact, a sick prank perpetrated by a medical student. However, the whole of October went by without another murder, and once more, the people of the area entered November believing that the killing spree was over. Oh, but they were sorely mistaken. Until the murder of Mary Kelly. Boom. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. So what are you thinking so far? Well, I can tell you one thing for sure. We have no fucking clue who Jack the Ripper is. Yes, without going into sword um, miscreant of all these murders, several seventeen murders, um, trying to figure out which ones his his. Uh, it basically we're gonna uh, wrap it out. I mean, yeah, we're not gonna figure it out. I mean, we, we already can't. did. You know, the final chain, uh, final name to appear in the Whitechapel murders files is that of Francis Coles, whose body was found at two twenty a.m. on the thirteenth. February 1891, so this carried on for quite a while, 88-91. Mm. <clears throat> uh, Swallow Gardens of Mansell Street, not far from the Tower of London. Uh, throat had been cut, and she had not sustained any further manipulations, however. The fact that she was still alive when found by Police Constable Ernest Thompson led to speculation that the killer, as in the case of Elizabeth Stride, uh, had also been interrupted. When it transpired, that she had spent the days prior to her death with a sailor by the name of Thomas Sadler. 
This is where I think maybe they're not the cop. It's the fucking cop. But think about this. So all this is another big component I wanted to talk about. All the murders that took place happened during certain times of the year. They were very like quick, like, and then he would just disappear. There would be nothing. So over those few years when this was happening, all these different he's murders. On, he's on like a shore leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So this is very possible. Which also would make it very easy for him to evade the police the entire time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you're gone. And not to mention military fucks up your mind. So. Yeah. And we all know the British Empire was doing some fucking wild shit at the turn of the century of the uh, of the 19th century. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> prior to her Whatever death... Whatever fucking century it was. The days prior to her death, uh, she was spending time with a man named Thomas Sadler, and that he had not only been involved in several drunken altercations around the time of the murder, but he had also sold a clasp knife shortly after her murder. The police arrested him and considered him a likely suspect, not only for the murder of Francis Coles, but also for the all the other murders. However, the case against him soon collapsed and Sadler was cleared of any involvement and then released without explanation. Because he was friends with the cop. Case closed, motherfuckers. Subscribe and like and comment below who you think was Jack the Ripper. Well, that was the end of the murders with the uh, Francis Cole thing. So person or persons unknown, the Whitechapel murders came to an end. And shortly afterwards, the file itself was also closed as unsolvable. <laughs> you heard it here first. Oh, this has been Will Takes a Bite. I know this was just a very informationally packed episode. Not much banter. Apologize for that. But I mean, there's just a lot to talk about here. Oh, there's plenty of banter. Don't worry about that. <laughs> we'll see you next time on Wolf Takes a Bite. Thanks for watching. Question everything, and we'll see you on the next one. I'm blue. I'm dee doo doo da 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 dee da da um da da wee doo doo ba. Hey hey. <laughs> no, because it was wrong. But thanks for your comment, Devin. And just like that, you can comment too by typing anywhere down below of any of our videos. Give us your feedback. Just like this episode of Wolf Takes a Bite, it was amazing as always. But we can't do this without your support. So go to greenmanmediaco.com, buy some merch, and check us out.